0: pre-recorded segment for Node Versus Worlds. If you followed the Facebook page you'll know that we've interviewed Emma Newman this week.
1: And the, the lovely tasting rooms in Bath, and <laughs> very lovely it is too.
0: We're very excited to be going to see Neil Gaiman Indeed, before. we
1: are, yes. The squee <laughs> levels are starting to build. <laughs> so how are we all? Yes, very well. Sorry, we didn't do introductions. Oh, okay. Wow. You are. I'm Brendan. You are. I'm Emma. You are.
2: I'm Emma too. <laughs> 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 this
1: is gonna get confusing and I'm Spindles. <laughs> it's
2: gonna be like that Monty Python sketch where everyone's called Bruce. Yeah. yeah. So we yeah, just I need Bruce. to call you both Emma yeah. as well. Emma, and then Emma. no yeah. one will be confused. That's
3: fine. I've both been called a lot worse. Friend did make a good Emma. You are clean shaven. I'm <laughs> clean shaven now, so
0: I wouldn't make one too.
4: That's
0: good. Isn't it? <laughs> so we're up to interview you today.
4: Nee. Okay.
0: Uh, a, <laughs> try, now. a cry went up on the internet. I think Cherry Bomb uh, retweeted a tweet
1: from yourself. I think, yeah, you said something about oh, going yes. onto a podcast, would yes. anyone want to interview about Split Worlds? I think somebody suggested us and we went yeah of course love to have you on the show <laughs> um, it's,
2: yeah it's a tricky thing because I didn't want to just like say hello can I come and be-? it seems a bit rude doesn't it so I thought oh, I could
1: I, mean, I think we'd be a lot happier yeah. if people just came on to us and went can we
4: come on a podcast
1: we'd, yeah it's great that it means we don't have to keep constantly harassing people <laughs> to come on the
0: show we, we had a podcast earlier where we talked about what guests would we have
1: on when we knew we'd made it yes and you were on this list of <laughs> really <laughs> If really? we get on the podcast, and we know that show's good,
2: working. Good, what, what have you made? <laughs> That's not what you meant, is it?
1: <laughs> I, I have to admit, I'm slightly disappointed that you're not drinking tea.
2: Oh, I've just drunk a gallon of tea beforehand because I had to have a lift into Bath. So I was at a coffee house and I made this coffee last as long as I could. And then I moved on to the tea and I thought I, I actually have reached my limit, which I didn't realise was possible. Mm. it happened just an hour or so ago in bath
1: i've yet to manage to live think i get through about like five or six pints of tea a day when i'm at <laughs> i get my tea imported
0: from ireland <laughs> what <laughs> barry's tea in ireland is it's almost synonymous with tea you don't ask for a cup of tea you ask for a cup of barry's
2: really yeah. i could not ask for a cup of barry's that just seems bad and wrong
1: it does yes <laughs> So, I yeah. have a very
2: different mental image
1: <laughs> of all these
2: blokes. <laughs> Hello! In the, in the car. I've just,
1: just, just got images now of this guy <laughs> sat in Ireland <laughs> island called well, Barry who's just plotting your demands for stealing all this tea.
0: <laughs> but no, whenever my boats go across, I'm like, bring us back some tea. I'm like, boxes of Barry's gold blend?
2: Gold blend? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh, With this that. gold blend you are really spoiling
3: us. <laughs> No we, rubbish when rubbish. we got lost earlier, when we were going round, we saw a, a tea emporium. Which yes, we thought was the corner, we thought tea That's rather amazing.
2: That, that is the, just the best word ever to be used with all shops. There's a um, Mr. B's um, Reading Emporium, um, and there's the emporium in my books. But just the word emporium. Makes me feel excited, and yes, tea emporium definitely. is like double, ex- like <laughs> tea sp- rooms. More excitement. Like, yeah, Excite
1: yeah.
2: If it was like tea and books emporium, I would be like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot <laughs> cope with the synaptic activity with <laughs> Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't be able to go in. I'd just combust. Well, there's a conversation
1: killer. <laughs> <laughs> Combusting in a bookshop. Just because he's
2: Disappear. fiddling with his
1: knobs. That would be distracting. <laughs>
2: well, I'm wondering why he's fiddling with his knobs. instead. <laughs> <laughs> One doesn't ask a gentleman why he is fiddling with his knobs. That
4: would be
1: food. Well, the answer is he's a sound engineer. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it's
3: done. <laughs> Nothing is obvious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Part of the job description.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Professional knob twiddler. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why I've had no responses to my series. <laughs> 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 have you been saying no I've been so you, I. Like, yeah.
2: uh... I've been twiddling knobs for several years <laughs> yeah. now. And...
0: Skills and expertise.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can twiddle knobs? Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. For money. <laughs> Always for money. You don't do. For, you didn't do for free. No, You're no, going to twiddle a knob. Get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with an easy question then. Well, depends on. Definition of easy, I suppose. But we
1: asked you to pick five films.
2: Oh, that's for not our an nerd easy nerd five films. <laughs> yeah, So
1: yeah, the, the background is that we we've been building the Nerd vs. World list of films that you have to see. And so everybody who comes on the show and people on Facebook and on Twitter and so forth have been pulling forward their five films, which we've been compiling into this list of you must see these films. But oddly, we're like second or third result if you Google films you have to see.
2: That's very cool. <laughs> I'm not allowed nine, am I?
1: You're not allowed nine. I've been no. really
2: struggling with no, this. I'm afraid,
1: I'm afraid you're, you're going to have to try and whittle.
2: Okay. Um,
1: Let's go for number one. An easy one.
2: Okay, number one. No, that's not an easy one. Okay, I can't okay, even good. choose which one is number one. Oh, I'm really bad at this kind of thing. Okay. So, um, okay, the first one I wrote down was Sideways.
1: Uh, uh, excellent film.
2: Yes, and the reason why I put Sideways down is, well, there are a couple actually, three main weapons. Is um, Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti who is, I think, my favourite actor. He's
1: very... Have you he's, seen American Splendour?
2: Uh, no, I haven't. Oh,
1: that's
2: very good. It's, I mean, I'm a very poor fan if I haven't seen everything, but all of the stuff that I've seen him in, he just blows me away. And there's a bit towards the end of Sideways, spoilers, where he looks like he's going to cry when he hears a particular bit of news and I just burst into tears. Just this one... He can do so much with just his eyes. So the fact that he's in it, but also I think the first five to ten minutes of the film is a perfect study in how to introduce a character elegantly um, which is something you don't often see in Hollywood or television it's usually with a bludgeoning you over the head with this character here are the traits you need to know but they say so much about him just in the whole how he gets ready for the day and how he gets to his friend's house like you know doing the newspaper in the car as he's driving Mm. it's just oh I love it Mm. so that's that's where sideways is on the list
1: So did did you, uh, Mm. uh, uh, am I right in thinking that Sideways was written as a play first?
2: I think it was a book first, was, was, it, it? Uh,
1: I, I was know, it? adapted to I'm following to the guy go? who writes it, who wrote it on Twitter. and yeah, I, I He said something about that. Well, it's either it started as a play or there is a play version of it now. Ah. Um, so I'll have to check that out. But yeah. uh, there's definitely a play version of it existing somewhere.
2: Yeah, I and mean, it's a film that I heard about and I, I only saw it last year. And it, I, when I saw it out there, I thought, oh, that's not my kind of film. Because mm-hmm. um, I really don't watch anything like that at all. But I'm so glad I did. So that goes on the list. Um, Oh, Aliens. Aliens. I,
1: that, that's my favourite
2: out of them. Yeah, I know. Mean, I, I have a deep love for Alien. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's obviously a completely different film. But Aliens is my comfort film. Um, and it's the one that I crave watching. Um, and again, another... That segment where the Marines are introduced how to do character sketches you know you just need to watch that that little segment and the one-liners and the quips and you need to everything you need to know is expressed in that scene um and yes it's formulaic and yes it's silly but you know it goes without saying that ripley just is wonderful um and that she can be tough and yet maternal all the kind of stuff which has been talked about ad infinitum everywhere online so aliens definitely
1: i I think that's that is one of my favorite films I i have to admit i think when I was a teenager, I used to watch aliens nearly every day. I've got to ask them, special edition or the original? Special
2: edition. Yeah, it's got to be. It's be, got to be special edition. With, with
1: the auto centuries. Yeah. just phenomenal. Yeah,
2: absolutely. <laughs> and, just, and the background where you see the colony before yeah. it's destroyed. And, and,
1: you, and you get a lot more of Ripley before she sets off on the mission again and you talk yeah. about her daughter and stuff. So it's yeah. a lot more broadening of the uh, story. Yeah, yeah,
2: and deepening. And, and you get a sense of what has been lost and destroyed having seen the colony. Yeah. And just that... The gentle dystopian aspect of seeing the corporation on everything at this colony—you know, even on the little toy-like trike thing—I think it's got the corporation. So oh it's like, yeah, Brandon Young. So I think that's
1: very another cool. bizarre one. And one with that is that Aliens was the first video I ever bought, the first 18 video I ever bought when I think I was 14. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my dad had it so I watched it because of that and yeah I didn't I didn't see Alien until like 10 years yeah, after much I'd, later, seen I'd seen yeah. Aliens first, and I was really shocked at how different it was yeah it's
1: completely, it, it totally it is a completely different, different film because different that, that, Aliens is more of a horror
0: film yeah as we've discussed well, well a- Alien is a haunted house in space movie and Aliens is a yeah. it's a shooter yeah yeah science, science fiction shooter
2: yeah and it's just it's just so satisfying on something it's yeah. so, just so damn quotable oh, and, uh, oh god yes
4: quoting oh it yeah
1: Practically all of uh, it I think we, we used to do a, a, a tabletop uh, role playing yeah. system which we, we called the sundowner system and instead of using dice you had to use apt movie quotes to perform a oh, task oh I on like
4: that
1: <laughs> it was brilliant so you, you had to be re- you had to really know film co- uh, and aliens yeah. was brilliant for it whenever you wanted to make a piloting check or something it's like one way straight to hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah so aliens. <laughs> was very useful. Yeah, I a love
2: day. that idea, it's, it's like a exalted idea. but with film quotes. Yeah, it's brilliant. I really like
4: that. Did you should um, try it sometime. Yeah, just dispense with dice it. and yeah. use,
1: use quotes instead. Yeah. Did you ever play
0: the Aliens roleplay game? I didn't. Never, that is a no. brutal, brutal roleplay game. Come on that is, you might as well just create five or six characters before you start the game <laughs> because you're going <laughs> to lose some characters.
4: You do
1: what? Um, well I did, I, I went on the Alien war. Thing. I don't know if you remember, there was like a kind of immersive alien experience. Oh, yeah, in
2: London. But well, I was like in Glasgow because oh, it, oh, it was on tour, uh, <laughs> and I, I think
1: I was like ten or something. Was 11 it good? They, it was. Oh, it scared me crapless. So I was like an eleven-year-old. They got me to like hold the doors for them, and I was like, <laughs> right now, and on three, we're going to open the door. I'm like shaking. <laughs> Didn't you
3: settle in the Trocadero Centre and like everything else in the Trocadero Centre died? Yeah, dead?
1: eventually. I think there was there was. Some, there was a facebook group started up a few years ago about bringing back alien war i keep half expecting you to turn up on kickstarter i would be there so
2: i would be was, there it was fantastic
1: because yeah. the thing is with me i just wanted to be in the marine outfit with all the, the yeah. pulse rifles and everything because they had like blank fires and everything and there were aliens running around in the dark and it was oh really
3: too expensive
1: to pay off to Weevil or something. I have no idea. I don't know about the logistics of it. But it, was it was some some shit with
3: licensing. Fantastic, fantastic it just show. It's amazing queuing to get, to get in, you're in, to get you're in and you were only in there for like ten
1: minutes maximum, but it was awesome. Things fall out the
2: ceiling. I would love that. Oh, I would so love that.
1: Yeah, it's so people oh, really? get dragged off down the corridor. and I'm gonna
2: tell you about the immersive game I played last week, but I guess we should carry on with films no, first. No, tell us about is your immersive game. My best mate, um, who I've been gaming with for years. Um has wanted to run like a a thing for ages and an immersive live, And um, she ran it for me last week, and it was like a born style um spy thing in central London. All right. um, and it was just so great. It was me and eight NPCs. Um, so, yeah it it was something really special. Um, saw someone get like shot in front of me and I actually went into shock, even though I knew mm. it wasn't real. it was so because I was so in it by that point.
1: That's I love stuff Oh that. it was really she
2: did it so well. it was very very cool, but exhausting. We must have yeah. run and walked like ten miles yeah. that day. but yeah, it was it was really really cool and there was a bit where um we went to a hotel room we had to like follow all of these like trail of clues and went to a hotel room and there was stuff that we knew was hidden in the room. So we had to go through the room. So it was just this like, box standard um, cheap hotel in London. And uh, I knew that there was this information that my contact had hidden there. And so um, I just went straight for the sheets on the bed and I was like ripping the pillowcase off, <laughs> ripping the quill cover off, and then suddenly thought, oh, I just lifted the mattress and it was there under the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> and all of then he was in the corner and the guy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who was with me was just like, gonna, okay. <laughs> I think, on some level, I had always wanted <laughs> to go and trash a hotel <laughs> and it was a Where's, where's the
4: bomb?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, I did. And there was, a, oh, and the best, one of the best bits was that I had to tail someone through Waterloo Station without being seen, and then follow him to the Royal Festival Hall and drug his drink. And I was given this packet of Canderel, but obviously in-game. They were fast-acting sleeping tablets and I had to get the tablets into his drink without him seeing. So I follow him, follow him, follow him. He buys this cup of tea, he sits down at this thing which has got like a, a seat with a division between it with the table shared. And so I'm like, oh, and I was so, I was so excited because I was thinking, my God, there are people everywhere. It's Sunday at the Royal Festival Hall, it was packed. And people are gonna see me talking And even though it was my mate, who was the NPC, I was like, Oh my God, bricking it. Yeah.
1: Illicit sugar. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, So I don't know, I went to the bar and and I ordered an orange juice. Like, duh, orange juice. Yes, I will sit down with my orange juice and pretend to, Duh, I didn't think it through. So I had to chuck this orange juice, like, oh, and then buy a cup of tea and then sit next to him and pretend to put it in my tea. And I, I did it with the clicker on the, the packet. Um, but, because I was trying to do it surreptitiously, I didn't see if they went in or not, and so I was sitting there, pretending to read my book whilst he was reading, like, waiting for him to keel all over, and he didn't, so I was like, oh, god damn it! so then I, like, got the two tablets into the palm of my hand and drugged him again, and then he finally went, and I had to lift the, um, the left luggage ticket from his pocket once he had collapsed. And so i was thinking my god everyone if anyone had been watching me for the last 10 minutes they'd see me kind of rohypnol this guy and then mug him as he's lying unconscious on his seat so i knew it was in this envelope in his pocket so i like put my bag on the, the barrier between the seats and like pretended to drop something next to him thinking i'll just grab my piece of paper and the ticket and then away we go but the bloody thing was stuck <coughs> in his pocket. Yeah. And I ended up having to, like, yank it out. See, oh, seeing, oh my God. So I got it and then ran away. But it was the most exciting thing I have ever that's done.
1: Pretty. Yeah, we, we used to do similar was, things to that. Really we, we used to do kind of Highlander ones where you could just randomly bump into one of them and then you'd have a sort of <laughs> fight in it, Lord, right? And then we did Assassins. uh the kind oh, of first yes, week of term when we were at university. Yeah. We did Assassins. Uh, and then... Uh, Oddly enough, uh, I was uh, best man for somebody a few years ago, and what we did for his stag weekend was we put him in the middle of an immersive experience, but we didn't tell him about it beforehand. <laughs> so when he came up to Lancaster, and I got kind of half my mates who knew him to come out for drinks, and the half of my mates who didn't know him were the bad guys in the NPCs for the weekend. Oh, so we nice. had like staged fights and big arguments and stuff on that night that I went missing, and he was training all over Lancashire following clues and stuff. He tweaked at some point on the Saturday that he wasn't doing it. <laughs> <But, laughs> to the room see you and went he caught us boom. right before the five-all showdown at the jubilee tower because we were hiding in the room and he kind of went alright fair enough we were like dude we're not here that was the only point he was like dude sorry we're not here but yeah that lasted for a whole weekend from the friday to the sunday afternoon that's what I did for his stag weekend he did believe it for a very long time He did. yeah he was totally suckered for most of it that is so brilliant
2: you're the best best man ever thank you
1: I've been a best man three times now
2: Did you do immersive live game
3: I, I did one? He
1: was a role player where The other one we took, we took to
3: Ozfest oh. And then uh, and, and is he when well, you sign a contract yeah. Saying yeah. if you do that to me I'll kill you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight wait
1: <laughs> So yeah I, I love stuff like that I think It was
2: brilliant Because obviously with it being a born thing At some point I was activated And it was a bit kind of long kiss goodnight Yeah 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 But once I'd been activated, we went to the guy who was my kind of handler, um, needed to get some food, so we went into this like Tesco's Express on the Strand. I've never had such an exciting sausage roll <laughs> shopping experience in my life. We we're like do, 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 up to the end of the thing, like clear clip clear. Mean, oh, was... oh, I want to every shopping trip I want to be a spy and be chased to, by baddies. You need to get mirrors on the end of sticks. Kind of pop yeah, them and around. You know the mirrors like the curved mirrors, they haven't the thing. we were watching the curved mirrors to see if we were followed in. It was oh my god, I have never been so excited when purchasing, you know, small goods. That's
1: <laughs> Weirdly <laughs> enough, the storyline of mine was it was about complete personality overlay. That he was actually uh, an assassin and stuff. Yeah, so that, and yeah. It was exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you through uh, that, I'll send you through the script for it because we filmed it. We made it into a film and shot it in like ten days. It, cool. Uh, made a full feature film out of it, but we never got anywhere with it. But it was fun to do. Yes, It was absolutely. nice to go back and do it all again and yeah. film it. It was great.
2: That's cool. <laughs> Oh, hang on a minute, next film. Anyways,
1: yes, films. <laughs> we that, digressed a little bit. After moment. that digression. <laughs> hey, but no, it's cool. The immersive live role right. the thing about it. Yeah. It's the
2: best kind of digression, really. I often think that real life is actually a digression from the it gets role in playing, and, way, and it does yeah. get in the way. It gets in the yeah, way. Absolutely. Oh, 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 I'm looking at my. Lo- okay, the next one up is Ip Man. Have you seen Ip Man?
0: Ip Man is brilliant. It's oh, one God, of the most amazing. It's just, it. so it? It's so such a.
4: So good arts so good.
2: Film. yeah and you watch it and yeah. you think oh it's this kind of martial arts film and then it all changes Like, oh no okay it's this kind of mar- oh no, no no and it changes again and the fighting and the oh. it's so good it's so good
1: just uh, gonna grab some drinks I'll be two seconds
2: we don't have to put the sound effects in either that's a real chair. No, this is is real scraping of chairs. We'll we'll
1: get on to talking about TV (laughs) later.
2: We don't want to talk about that. Um, So that's, uh, yeah, it's just a great film, isn't it?
0: It's an awesome film. I saw that. It was on uh, Channel 4's much last season.
2: Yes, I think that's when I saw it.
0: Well they had Ip Man 2 the following night. Yeah,
2: which actually wasn't bad. pretty good. Yeah, it was, I don't think it was the, I think part of the magic of Uh, Ip Man was that it was just so unexpectedly sterling. Um, So yes, Ip Man, and it's one that a lot of people haven't seen, um, is it IP or it? IP. IP, IP. As IP. Yeah. yeah. I've
1: seen the thing about IP man, and I kept thinking like, what well, well, is it like a networking? No.
2: No. <laughs> it's. Um, I don't know why. Um, I don't know how, how true it is, um, but it's it's supposedly based on the story of um, uh, Bruce Lee's uh, Train. trainer. Yeah. The man. He was the guy who developed Wing Chun. So. Uh, there's that one. Oh no, I've only got two left.
1: So, haven't I? Uh, hang on, so what, what have we had to fight? Aliens. Aliens.
2: Aliens, sideways. Sideways,
1: sideways and IP man. Ip man. So yeah,
2: you've got two
1: left. Oh no! No! <laughs> oh it's
2: so hard. Um, this is gonna keep me awake tonight. I'll be thinking, why didn't, <laughs> I, didn't I say, didn't say that? one?
1: We do that every episode. Yeah, every every uh, time it comes back, we're like, why didn't we say it?
2: <laughs> okay, um, Alright, number four is Labyrinth.
1: Oh yeah. genius! Labyrinth, I and said that so far, that's it's, brilliant It's film.
2: not just because of the non-cod piece. It just is, kind of is,
4: David Bowie. I know, David Bowie, I
2: mean, my God, my God, he is just so <laughs> gorgeous in that. Even with that wig, I
4: covered him,
1: even with
2: that 80s hair. Well,
1: he is king of the goblins, he after is, all. Oh my
2: God, he is so <laughs> hot. He's just gorgeous. It isn't that, though. The reason I love that film so much right. is a genuinely strong female character, which is often overlooked mm. in things when people are talking about strong female so, characters. Uh, it's always... Ripley, and I adore Ripley, but I think Sarah, in some ways, is an even better example of, of, for me, what is the quintessential kind of strong female character because she's not just a strong bloke, hmm. you know, with without the um, non cod piece.
1: She's a bit too whiny at the start, but then she is
2: better. whiny, but she has to be because the other reason I love the film so much it's, is it's, a it's redemption so deep, arc, isn't it? It's... Yeah, and not just a redemption. I mean, obviously, that's an important part of it, like the whole coming of age and growing up thing. But it's actually, when you look at it through um, a kind of a psychodynamic interpretation, it's actually really, really deep. Mm. Because, like, the whole idea of the labyrinth has been used as a kind of a tool of um, discussing self-development, and that when you go within yourself and you try and unpick the knots of your own psyche, your own personality, from your kind of damage that you acquired during childhood, it's like a labyrinth. You may go round in circles, you come up to dead ends and all that kind of Mm. stuff, and you're trying to get to the centre. But the other thing that I, I just... I love the fact that she has agency throughout the the movie, she screws up, she needs people, mm. she gets there in the end, but the thing that really nails it for me is that she is tempted with the patriarchal yeah. thing at the end of, you know, fear me and worship me, and you will have everything you want, and it's like, yeah, okay, this this is exactly what women have been forced to buy into for centuries, yeah. and she says, actually, screw you, you have no power over me. And that just, and the bit where he kind of um, enchants her and she um, breaks out of that. And that there is, I think that is such an important aspect of kind of female development that you can be tempted by all of these wonderful, beautiful, powerful males um, who promise you everything. And yet she's like, no, I know what I've got to do and I'm going to go and do it. And I love that. And also at the end, when she comes out and she's she's done it she's won she's got really she's resisted the goblin king and um, kind of reconciled with the internal anima and however you want to look at it that she says i sometimes i don't know why i will just need you to those friends and it, and it's just like it speaks to the geek in me so much that you know we have these things these childhood things and these heroes and these um, I don't know archetypical fairy tale characters that we need we just need them and that she acknowledges that and they have this massive like party at the end and yeah, it's like yay we can we can do this you don't have to abandon everything you love when you go into adulthood because you know adulthood sucks and so i think as a kind of a psychological exploration it's just genius and also david Bowie.
4: Um, oh, what more could you want? Oh my world, you precious
1: <laughs> thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> your teeth, you've got to keep your teeth oh, your oh, 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 oh. yes. He
3: There's some, some brilliant
1: characters in bad-riffed. that. We are. it
3: quite a lot in our house because you go, hello. <laughs> oh,
1: was
3: said hello, but that's close enough.
1: Um, <laughs> no, I, I love, I love little, um, shaky, the little shaky, the little imp thing that moves around her.
4: Yeah,
1: brilliant little thing.
2: <laughs> it's just, and, you know, Henson is just, <clears throat> he does the most beautiful things, and the dark crystal that yeah, I adore, also is fantastic. and I did a day of whether to put that on the list. The, yeah,
0: the
1: baby made the list. Dark Crystal's I think dark crystal is right. on the list, but Labyrinth wasn't yet. Yeah. Uh, the um, baby
3: in Labyrinth um, is a little boy called Toby Froud. Because Brian was Froud like, was the okay.
1: artist, isn't Yeah, yeah. Oh. and they were
3: like, oh, oh, we need a baby. Here, have him. So
1: that's it's the sort of the guy who did all the conceptual. Oh, cool. so it was not actually doing going through an agency yeah. or
3: anything. It was just like, well, I've got a
1: child's yeah. Yeah, yeah. play. Yeah. Child. <laughs> I've got a child's play.
3: That's for them to use, so we won't have to worry
2: about childcare because he'll be on set so, with us. Yeah, but there's yeah, some brilliant little
1: cameos in there as well, like Danny John Jules does the voices of two of the Fieries.
2: And I love the Fieries. It's just it's just such a beautiful film, and the great thing is that my little bean is six, and he's watched it twice now, and he calls me Sarah, and um, he he changes who he is. Occasion, you know, sometimes he's Sudimas, sometimes he's Ludo. You know, it doesn't matter. But the thing that I really yeah. love about sitting and watching that with him is that he just enjoys, you know, it on a, a different level. Yeah and that as he gets older it'll change, but that he is seeing a positive female character who is not sexualized in any way. Mm-hmm. And there are so few films that I can sit down with my son and say, look, yeah. there you go. This this is what you know. we're really like.
1: Derek, well, can... what are your thoughts on the uh, on the Philip Pullman stuff, on the, his dark materials? On Lyra? Yeah.
2: Oh, God, it's years since, I think I read them about 10 years ago. Um, no, I, I don't. I don't remember being particularly fond or particularly disliking her. I remember loving Will.
1: Yes, yeah, I loved Will, party, yeah.
2: and I wanted that knife so badly. Oh, yeah. But yeah,
1: we lived in Oxford for ages, and I um, lived
2: in Oxford when I read yeah, them as well. And it's
1: just there because you know where it is, just on that bit of the perimeter road, and you wander there and go. Oh, it's just me, and then you sit on the bench in yeah. the botanical gardens. Yeah, I was going to say the
2: botanical oh. gardens. Every time I walk past <laughs> the botanical gardens, even now, that's what I think of. As because you went to Oxford in University, long- didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I, so, when were you in Oxford? 94 to 98.
1: 94 to 98. Uh, yeah, so that was just before we we arrived in 2000.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it might have been after I studied there that I read that I can't remember when I read them. It was years ago because I know it was my friend lived in London at the time, so I was in her flat. But yeah, I don't. I, to be honest, it's been so long yeah. since I've read them
3: that um, I can't. According remember. to Davy, Mrs. Coulter is a real lady who lives in North Oxford and uh, when together. philip pullman's son was at school she was a very nasty person on the pta oh god so i wrote her into the book <laughs> as a because a
1: friend of a friend of ours went to school with philip pullman's son
3: so. oh isn't
2: there like a t-shirt that says something like be careful how you treat me or else i'll kill you in my next book or something like that I, yeah
3: was, yeah i like that <laughs> i don't one of, one of, um, my friends from primary school michael um he wrote a book um like last year and he's writing the second one now and as you read through it it's got all kind of references to my childhood the um the evil guy is the teacher we didn't like the nice teacher is the teacher we did like then the the headmaster of the school is my headmaster from when i was at primary so it's got all those. you read it and it's like oh that's what he thought of them wasn't it (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: That's, that's a scary thing when you write because um when I was a teenager and I, I wrote this, um, I didn't even realize what it was at the time, but it was fanfic, I had no idea. There was no internet to tell me that this was fanfic. Um, and I wrote this kind of Star Trek next gen novella. And um, my uh, we had a lodger at the house at the time and um, she read it and said, oh yeah, well that's your dad, isn't it? And I just imploded it was like, oh my. God, I did not know that that was actually about me and my relationship with my father, and now I want to die. And I didn't let anyone read anything I had written for at least five years after that. So there's there's a really important lesson when you're a
3: writer that has to happen at some point. About he, he deliberately did it, and they had the names, so oh, he that's thinks he writer. should do it as uh, yeah. He when send, you don't realise, he, he realize. should send him a book. And, uh. Yeah,
2: when you when you don't realise, and it kind of hits you like a kipper. That's um that's horrible. Yeah, that's fun. Okay, so that's my okay. fourth film. Next
4: last film. Oh, no, 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 no. no I'm, a, I'm breaking one. into a second. You sweat
2: can do here. it. <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> Look at the Terminator 2. No, I can't say all of them. Oh, I'm tempted by the Terminator 2,
4: the Godfather,
2: the African Queen, or Rambo left fielder there yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> is it as
1: in first blood yeah the first one
2: the first one i, I love
1: that first one which is actually others, yeah oh yeah the others are uh,
2: shite but the first one is not what everyone <clears throat> expects
1: I, I it's I actually really one of the greatest bits in that is when he goes i just wanted something to eat yeah <laughs> and it's like you see, like, tears your heart out absolutely like, oh my god absolutely i was not film.
2: i was not expecting it to be such an emotional. path. no nor was i
1: no so, and, and it is it really is
2: Hmm. the godfather or terminator 2 the african queen is beautiful and i love it and it makes me very happy i think i'm going oh god godfather or terminator 2 um uh, Terminator 2.
1: Terminator 2. Back Excellent. to my geek
2: groups. So, Terminator 2, um, the reason why I thought of that is not just because it's a down-type film and I love it, and you know, time-travelling sideboards trying to murder people, you know, what's not true? It's allow. a
1: very different Sarah Connor to a the
2: it one that, So, there's like, that's one of the reasons I love the way that it is totally screwed her up.
4: Yeah.
2: And you see it. Yeah, And oh, you absolutely. see it, and what she did physically as an actress was so powerful, but just yeah how do you watch the first one you think holy crap that is so cool i really like that that would really screw you up there you go
4: so
3: i loved that i like seeing films like that because when things happen in films and they do the next one and something unbelievable happens, but but yet they're still completely normal yeah absolutely yeah iron man 3 because he's there having panic attacks through it yeah if if all this stuff came through i I mean it's down to you to save the world you would be a little bit, a bit nervous thing, yeah, break and yeah absolutely and i loved it i love that they but, did that yes yeah, so oh, and you, you see that change He's he's it's fabulous
2: i love that the other reason why that is an important yeah. film for me is that when i was younger um i was a real yeah. special effects nerd and um i was obsessed with the indiana jones films um, mostly because of Harrison Ford, but also the films themselves, and I just consumed everything about all of the special effects and I other films well.
1: in the Yeah,
2: and I loved that stuff. I remember
1: watching the one about the Terminator and how they did the liquid metal. But and that's and the, the thing that really and... But the
2: thing that really freaked me out was that when I went to the cinema at that age and I'd watch a film, I think, oh, they did that using that, and um, like I would be, I was really chuffed that with like Back to the Future Two. I knew about the Fishto Glide system and how they did it and all that kind of stuff you yeah, know proper nerd yeah. but then when I went to see Terminator 2 I sat there going oh <laughs> I don't yeah, I know how they did that, that because that was yeah. for me that was yeah. the leap forward in special yeah. effects and I'd never seen anything that kind of I'd get you know, computer generated well I'd the one like, that blew me around was the
1: Matrix the way when I first went to see that and, oh, and yeah. I was just like how on earth have they done that but the
2: thing <laughs> and what oh, Still the Matrix in, uh, oh maybe special that effects stuff. yeah the, with the Matrix there was there was something so special about that film. There was there was nothing else like it. But there was nothing else that was so painfully cool. Mm, that did. was out there. You and know. I know. I know what happened the second but, 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 but it made up the for
1: the lament. fact that Episode One came out that year. that's the only thing that <laughs> saved that oh year. Oh
3: God. Oh God. <laughs> oh, Simon had a Matrix phone. I did, I My friend original, had a Matrix yeah, phone, yeah, yeah. and I I had all the
2: envy. Yeah. And I
1: have the long coat.
2: Too. The long coat, yeah. <laughs> it gave us all a long coat fetish. Yeah.
3: God, and yeah. it was such, anyway, such anyway, a. I I don't know went
1: to Cyberpunk Live, so yeah. it made for yeah. me. Yeah,
3: years later people were saying, Who do you
1: think you are, Neo? Makes a change to everyone used to call me the Undertaker when I was at school.
3: God. <laughs> So there we go, they, I think Terminate
2: that's isn't five, it? isn't it? Terminate that's Steve. five.
3: With a couple of name drops. With a couple of names. Yeah, I sneaked
2: in we a couple of names. We know what the rest <laughs> of them <laughs> are. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yes, cool. I, I oh, implore well, you to go and watch all
3: the you others. For,
1: thank you for, for filling out some more of the that list there.
4: That was really hard. It is easy to do, does not it? As even I,
1: with yes, cheating. It's putting people on the spot as well. You just go of go, a oh, thing that comes off the top of my head. And, yeah,
0: it's difficult. Because Aidy dropped that on his live on the show. So it mid-episode, he said, how about this? like.
1: I was like, oh my god. And then he said like two of my favourite films.
0: And
4: I was like, god oh,
0: damn you. And I find that as soon as you start saying one film, you, your mind is down that track. If yeah. I said Heather's, because Heather's is just yeah, Oh
4: my volume. god, I forgot about yeah.
0: that. And then I went down to the volume and Empire Records. Yeah. Good.
2: Have you seen Harvey? Which is obviously a, an alphabet thing. <laughs> no, there's Harvey. No, there's a big difference there. It's an, a really old Jimmy
3: Stewart film. Is that the. With what what the, movie big, movie? the guy with yeah. the. Yeah. It's yeah. so we beautiful. saw it once beautiful. when we went punting. There was. Um, There was a load of guys dressed in suits and a seven-foot white rabbit in a punt in Oxford. I think it's something about the Chirwell Boathouse that you... Well, yeah, admittedly we were all all dressed
1: as either pirates or gentry and we were going punting, (laughs) (laughs) pirate punting.
2: One of my favourite trips into Oxford was when I was dressed as the Princess of Liechtenstein for a live game that I was in, in full Victorian regalia with my partner at the time who was dressed as a Napoleonic general standing to attention on the bus
4: going
2: into Oxford, Brilliant. it's like, yeah, I love this are city, you, you can do that here. you have a look at you and kind of look at you. Yeah, and, and then all the students.
3: Japanese tourists in yeah. the industry,
0: we've got the same We went on a stag night to Nottingham by to yeah. Japanese tourists, and we went to the, 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 Rob, the Tales of Robin Hood, and we are all LARPers, we were all in complete medieval kit. Walking down past the castle, and there's a, a row of Japanese tourists, <laughs> and they stop, and they taken photos of us all
3: in that back. <laughs> it, It's, it's not beyond the realms of reasoning, Oxford, that you could be filming. A lot of Absolutely, you are that. part of the film. Well, that was the thing it.
2: that Kate did um, at the weekend. Was that it was in this place called Gough Square in London, where the character was shot. And she said afterwards that all of the crew just, like, were posted on the various entrances into the square. And if anyone came near, they said, we're students, we're filming, can we ask you to go around? Mm. And there was a point when they were let into a building to plant some information, but they couldn't use—they couldn't work out how to use the key card because they borrowed it from one of the others. And this builder let them in, like, so, "Oh, you use it like this." And they were like, "We could have just been there nicking computer equipment." All we have to say is, that "We're students filming." So if you ever want to murder anybody <laughs> so or nick something, say oh, you're a student nice. filming, and everyone just goes, "Okay," and then walks in the other direction.
0: That's that's cool. your—you heard it here first. Right? You heard
2: it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Oh no, I've done something to unleash evil into the world. <laughs> You've to win created the a monster. <laughs> but
0: it's the dark mode Rising, isn't
2: it? Dark Rising—that's
3: <laughs> so really that's what it is. Yeah. When I first moved to Oxford, I I just stopped being a student, so, um, you know, all this kind of, you can't get into certain colleges, and you can't do this and that and the other, well, I could just walk in, and and no one would an eyelid because you're just one of a thousand dollars, I wouldn't be able to get away with it these You can't do it now, (laughs) because
2: I went back to visit um, a few months ago to do research for book three, and we went back to Lincoln, which was Kate's college and the last time I tried to enter a college was like in the late 90s and you literally could just walk in and out but they had full security barriers and cameras and I was like oh my god it's changed so much just in like 10 years yeah. really I thought, scary. I thought you
3: might be going to oxford eventually because uh, you know you've got one mention in the first book uh. of oxford <laughs> and it you know, having a parallel and then it isn't mentioned anywhere else in the book yeah um so i thought maybe that would be a future expansion yeah i have
1: finished the first one, the, the um. one i'm halfway through the first one, um. and then know, it's, the it's, one. it's
3: really interesting because you were saying about strong female characters <laughs> and obviously she is a very very strong female. yeah because that's <laughs> what you said to me when we were talking yes. about
1: it
2: earlier on yeah. I'd like to think so, that was something I was really nervous about when I was writing it because there are obvious feminist themes in the book. Yes. and I, I really didn't want to screw her up and yeah making sure that she has something really hard to deal with, the patriarchal structure of the mm-hmm. nether is so hard that it's it was quite a challenge, making sure even that worse she could for her still than act. other
3: people as well yeah. because of her father.
2: Her father and Dawson, Yeah, I don't want to spoil it too much. But also that she's tasted the real world and has tasted freedom, mm. um, a genuine freedom that does not exist for all of the other women that she's ever known. So, yeah, I'm glad you like. I, I'm glad you think she's strong because I, I really worked on that.
3: No, she's very, very rich. And I, and I, I just love the fact that you know she quite often gets the power taken away, and sort of, you know, like the ending, and you know she's done such a great job. And, and don't and spoil it. Don't spoil it. No, exactly. <laughs> she does, well, it, really, but yeah. she does such a great job, and and and. And still... that was the
2: thing, you know. There are various scenes where you know the power is totally taken away from her, and I, mm. I was thinking, okay, I don't want to fall into the same trap that I think I was moaning at you about before we started recording of how. In so many things, in games, in films in particular, um, you know, the, the female character is there to fall in love with, or to rescue, or to mm-hmm. fight for, or die. They're not actual characters, they're not actual people. They're Plot mechanisms. mechanisms. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and
3: it pisses me off. Yeah. This, that's, that's actually what really bugs me about the True Blood series. If mm-hmm. you read Sookie Stackhouse novels, she gets herself out the poo, Right. and um, you know and and if she's done over she says well i don't want to date you anymore go away you know i'm you know very quite strong female character and then they take it in the tv show and all of a sudden when she can't do anything for herself yeah. these male vampire lovers have to come in and and save her from a situation and that really bugs me and in fact i've read all the series all the way through now and all the way through she is a you know a powerful female character mm. but in in the in in the TV series it's generally around is it team Eric or team Bill
2: yeah um, and that whole the whole love triangle oh I was like, bored of love triangle oh my god two
3: vampires or a vampire and a werewolf yeah boy. It
0: just,
3: I mean I watched the
2: first three and a bit seasons of True Blood I didn't like what they did with the fae in the TV show and it turned me off
1: Yeah, mm. I was going to say because I, I love what you, how you treat the fae in these books because that's very much the way that I kind of thought of them and that's how we portrayed them in our role yeah, matches, absolutely. Kind of slightly distant a bit malicious a bit mischievous, but they
4: mischievous. Them.
3: And they humanise them and in your books it doesn't seem that oh, God, they don't no. live by human rules no. they don't have anything to do no. they're a kind of a distraction you can play with them but why yeah. would they bother really
2: yeah absolutely and it was a lot of reading Irish mythology I think, yeah. yeah, with the she, the she in the and they yeah, are yeah. just terrifying yeah. and fairy tales like old proper old fairy tales, which are horrifically gruesome yeah. and wonderful, and I love them because they're so dark and horrible. And in those tales, the fae are evil. Well, I wouldn't even say evil. Not evil in the way that we conceptualize the, it. The they are forces one. of nature, and they don't give a shit about little tiny human beings because we're here, insignificant yeah. specks. And that I loved playing with that in. Um, the split worlds, yeah. but I think that also partly emerged from a lot of um, vampire role playing in the 90s.
1: Uh, you know? Good old White Wolf. Masquerade. Man. Yeah, just, how, man. how
2: many hours of my life did we live role play My Malkavian
1: who went off to Faye quite <laughs> with was, alarming yeah. frequency. The
2: thing that I loved about that is there was a lot of political machinations and they were terrifying and certainly in the the games that I played which had some fantastic GMs who were terrifying and I was seriously terrified in several of those sessions that I loved that kind of all-powerful figure that really would just mess around with people for sport because they live forever and they are bored. bored 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 and you know and also the Greek myths I loved the Greek myths as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I think Irish mythology, Greek mythology and vampire games yeah. in the 90s all kind of coalesced yeah, into sounds, the fey of the world. Yeah. yeah. So and yeah and I want them to be it's, scary. It's the Disney idea that you
3: want a fairy to come along and sort your dress out and to go to the ball. Yeah, that does my well, head in. You don't even, in a lot of the things I read, you don't, do you don't, don't want anything well, to be Well, exactly, do. and
2: that's why it's exactly like, I put that into the first book where he says, doesn't every girl dream of being Cinderella? And she says, well, no. And I, no, I never did. I never wanted to be Cinderella, thank you, because that would suck. Yeah. And so that's one of the things I like about Cathy is that, you know, she didn't want all of that. And all of those things that we are told as women that we want.
3: Yes. Like, no.
2: I just couldn't say. I really Look, want to say very like merge. Magazine,
3: be like. Yeah, exactly. Camped, this is what you shade. want.
2: This is what you care about. This no, is no it isn't actually. Skin
3: color and.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. We will tell you what to be worried about, so that I, you can't actually work on important things like self-development and self actualization That's through you.
3: That's the reason why I bring up Megan the way that I do. Yeah. Is because I would never, I would despise it to ever do that. Yeah. And there's some girls in her class who, who do the cheerleading and they're, they're like mini tarts mm. um, and they have all this lipstick and, 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 and um, fake eyelashes and things like that. And to actually bring your daughter up to say that this is an ideal of how women should be with little crop tops and things, it's not good.
2: No, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm all for every woman doing whatever the hell she wants. But yes. Doing what the hell she wants, mm, because she wants to, not because she's been brainwashed by the media to think yes. that that is the ideal to aspire to. So I'm totally with you Plus with the whole idealising. Ideal, idea, ideal, yeah, absolutely, and that's something I'm very mindful of raising my son. That he will come home and just say stuff that he's absorbed from mm. other kids or from teaching, like, oh, girls can't do that, and it's like actually.
1: We've, Where we, did we you get that? Like, oh, that's a boys' cover. That's a girls' yeah, exactly. cover, and we're like, no, that no, doesn't yeah.
3: work. Absolutely. Have you, have you ever really looked at an Aldis catalog page oh, in the God. toys section? It's just—it's <laughs> pink behind the toys I for know. girls. It's and horrific. Cute.
4: It's
2: the stuff they're doing these days with the genderization of toys and all that kind. Of, oh my it God. Did it happen in the 80s. No, it didn't it didn't and I never thought that I would look back at the 80s as like a time that
3: was great for me <laughs> what <laughs> what <laughs> Thundercats, and I know, Thundercats I know, stuff like
4: that. Stuff was, was awesome, awesome. I know, but
2: yeah, yeah but I mean you know come on it wasn't that great you know because I was always the one that had to be Chitara oh for God's sake anyway I could, you know, I could be Princess Leia but that was brilliant because Princess Leia kicks ass what's your
3: opinion of Chitara darling what so you normally just say that she is Thundercats uh,
2: <laughs> 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 it's like when they all wanted to play Thundercats, oh, you've got to be Chitara Well, no, I think I want to be Lionel, actually. You can't because you're a girl. But I was the only Tila girl who was played better. with them. Yeah, Tila was okay, I suppose. I, I quite liked being she actually because, you know, you've got a great big sword. Mm. But she had a bow. Yeah, like, she had to have a of interest, didn't she? Oh, I know, I know. They always screw it They constantly screwed it up. But I think things are getting worse now. Yeah. And I was watching... Oh, God, I can't remember what it was. Was it Young Ju- Justice League? Young Justice? I can't remember.
1: Oh, anyway, Batman the the Bold, the mm, Justice League?
2: No, it was one which had a green... Oh, I saw it in passing. They had a scene where they had various young superheroes at the beach. And there was a girl who's a Martian, I think. She's green.
1: Such a yeah, Martian manhunter, young version of. Yeah, or, <laughs> yeah,
2: some kind of a, a girl, and the way that it was drawn was so sexualized. Mm. And I was thinking, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, they, they why, did that oh. with the new,
1: the new Team Titans when they rebooted it for the New Fifty Two. Uh, so the, the, the comics, uh, apparently, they, they took a lot of the kind of teenage girl superheroes and really tarted yeah, them up, And, um, and uh, there were a lot of complaints because a lot of people said, you know, uh, is it Starfire? Uh, I don't know if you name. name was like, she used to be a, a role model for kids and then she just turned into this something. Have you,
2: there's this fabulous Tumblr um, called <laughs> Repair Her Armor, have you seen it? Yeah. I hope it's called Repair Her Armor. Um, and it has um, pictures is it of the various of Yeah, so what they've done is they've oh, fixed absolutely. their superhero yeah. costumes so that they like coloured Actually, in the
4: boom like, suits and their
3: trousers and like them.
2: you know, right, practical yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's well, like
4: that still looks so
3: cool. Yeah. There's another one reversed with the um, with the Avengers. And uh, with where where the, all the boys are in the positions oh, that yes. the girls are <laughs> well, in. I've that, seen the Hawkeye you know, whole whole whole, initiative. The, yeah. Where, they show, where you know, the girls yeah. will shot from behind yeah. so you can see the boys. Yeah, and, yeah. and, yeah. the, and they, they show, the show all, the, all the, the men frost like that. pose And
1: Hawkeye in the <laughs> Emma Frost pose, it's
4: yeah, <laughs> <that's> great, <laughs> I love that,
3: the so, you, know, you, you, you looking at that and you see how used to you are to, for, for women to be positioned in a sexual yeah. position and men to stand there looking very, I'm and when you reverse it, it, it looks so
2: wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely.
3: Uh, we've been planning our uh, some cosplay
1: stuff for the Sci-Fi weekend for next year. And I think what, what we're planning on doing is steampunk versions of DC superheroes. Oh. So that, that's our plan for next year. Oh. Justice League of Queen and Country. Oh, oh,
4: oh. oh. that's so cool. <laughs> so
1: that's what we're going for next I year. Love
2: that. I love steampunk versions and I love gender switching in yeah. cosplay. Cosplay just you makes see, me so happy.
1: Because you've been to Sci-Fi weekend, a few times? You? Uh, twice,
2: twice, yeah. Twice, yeah.
1: Because I think it, it wasn't the year just gone, it was the year before there was the uh, the 12 female doctor cross plays.
4: Yeah. I didn't
1: see that! All 12, was it all 12? Sorry, 11. All 11 doctors cross played oh, last
4: year. Oh my uh, it was, God. That was
1: brilliant. And they got a I photo with. Uh,
0: well, Colin honestly. Baker, yeah, yeah, the yeah That's be, uh, so Colin cool. Baker and Sylvester so McCoy. There's been some
2: wonderful um, Avengers Assemble um, gender switch yeah. costumes yeah. that have come out of the states. It's the,
0: same, um, the same guys did the same girls did the Doctor Who stuff last year. Yeah. And yeah. Did, uh, did the Avengers this
1: there was a whole oh, Avengers crossplay
0: there. Oh, I
3: love that yeah. stuff. There was, there was a girl in the states, and one that I saw from um, American Friends of Mine on Facebook where the best Matt Smith was really? a girl. Yeah. Um, you know, absolutely perfect, looked dead off. Um, mm. And, uh, but yeah, out of all the Matt Smiths, she was the
1: best. Are you going back to a Sci-Fi Weekend for next year?
3: Yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah, definitely. I love to cosplay, because I cosplayed the first one yeah. I went to.
0: You did. Photos. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was good, fun
3: and, and the people was in the lines register are so friendly. You can meet so many people in that line. That oh, that, that line, the ball. first, the, the the
2: Sci-Fi Weekend three one, mm. the line of death, where I think I queued for like three and a half hours in sub-zero temperatures <laughs> to get in. I no, was awful. I wasn't a you know I didn't have my oh, Angry God, Robot deal yeah, or anything. I was just horrendous. there as you know as me. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so I didn't have like a you're an author pass. Yeah. It was so much better this year.
4: It was really, really really good. But the
2: good thing about that awful line of death was that I made two friends in the the queue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there was this lady. I think her name's uh, Anne. She had some Tic Tacs that saved my life. Because we you went to
1: we Strombo for me. Yeah,
4: <laughs> 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 we're, we're, we're drinking right. cider. In the queue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've been here three hours. I've been I drove all the way here. I need. That doesn't cider. mean I drove it for five hours. Yes, yeah. yeah, I yeah. Think we, we were like uh, five or six hours from Boston yeah. to there.
3: Yeah. When we'd done all that and we'd queued, and then we went in the, the houses, and, and they were like really, really oh, cold. Oh, it was cold. And the, um, the the floor had. Um, Uh, you know all dust all the way around it went in the bathroom and there was a present in the loo oh no Um, and All of that and then I ended up getting a dodgy stomach from eating the food and I was like where the hell have we come? Oh, right. Why you, are we doing yeah, yeah. this? You made
1: the mistake of actually eating from the cafeteria when we got there. Yeah. We, did, we did on the first night. We yeah, yeah we did on the first night. I, I was just like, no, oh, there's a pre-packed sandwich there, that's I've just got hammered, that's fine, that'll do, I'll well go with that. <laughs> so, I'm not touching anyone to that's so coming Then I there. said,
3: right, that's it, we're never ever going again. Never yeah. ever. Yeah. And then they said, oh, but we're going go we to go really to Haven. D- Went, like, oh
4: like alright, yeah. <laughs> was great and
3: this was, year was amazing. There
2: were so many you know, other reasons to go that even, you know, real, really awful experiences like the accommodation really do pale. I mean you, you look back and you laugh about it, you think, Oh, do you remember when we survived that gulag in uh, well, the I was going to bring Megan uh, and yeah. Megan in the like, Haunting. But the the, um, the haven caravan I had was so cold, I think did I got about three hours on. sleep. I did turn the heating on. Oh the
1: heater? Because there, there, so there, yeah. yeah. there was an extra switch.
2: Was there an extra storage heaters? Yeah, that was the isolator
3: switch that you turned switch on. on the well, heater
4: nobody well. told
2: me about the magical switch. <laughs> 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 oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> this is like a bloody role playing game. Oh, you went into that room and died, did you? It fails your spot check. I they are like, oh, I suck. Because
3: it was cold, everyone said, I'm freezing, 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 and we kept saying we well, heaters, to, the the because the heaters would come on
2: for a while and then they would run out because yeah. they're storage heaters so like it would get to two o'clock in the morning and I thought I was going to yeah, die I think it
1: might be slightly different because we had convection heaters uh, rather we, than uh, storage heaters so we had fan heaters in
4: both uh, rooms okay. were...
2: I mean it was a gorgeous caravan mm-hmm. and it was like you know yeah. huge and oh, yeah, great
4: just yeah, really yeah, bloody cold, cold. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah. but the, the, the poor guy right who went was it Dr. Manhattan and he was, oh, the just were just he was just wearing speedos. Yeah. Now, respect. Pending really. himself blue. You know, and, he, yeah. he suffered for his art. He
4: did. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. He
3: said, I came up with this while well, I was sat at home in a nice warm room.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Didn't think he'd be parading around. <laughs> Didn't in think that's very
3: yeah. good. <laughs> you know, it, so yeah. it? It, oh, it was so
1: breezed. cold. Oh, it was freezing. Yeah, because we, we walked across to the uh, the mash and barrel. I went I was just like, "This is too cold." I'm just going back now. Yeah,
3: it was really. Yeah. But really now because really the mood is now at the end
1: of March. Yeah, not and as cold
3: so, as the snow in three. Yeah, there
2: was snow, wasn't there, uh, on uh, the last we, day? How uh, much travel no, back?
1: When we came back, we, we our car died on the way. Yeah, it, it took us over 13 hours to get back. Oh my god! <laughs> With a broken car, it cost us like 500 um, pounds oh, pound to get towed oh, and 500 oh, pounds to fix it. And no, I was like, I just got back and was like, i good.
4: Oh.
2: <laughs> but there was such a nice weekend well, in other funny. in other respects, it was worth it. I mean, you know, one of the things we love to do more than anything is mine, isn't it? Oh, yes. And you know, what better fodder? For Staten
0: Yes. It was great taking Megan because, um,
2: uh, you know, he'd become slightly
3: different while she was his kid and everything. Oh, look, it's a child. Oh, it's <laughs> lovely. And, uh, and then, yeah, on the Saturday, she ended up kind of. Me
1: on stage. Oh yeah, she was up with Professor Elemental and with Robert Rankin. This, this
3: Saturday? Yeah. The...
1: That's Megan, yeah.
3: Oh, were you the one who was up on the stage
2: with Professor Elemental? That's so cool. Yeah, you yeah. were ace. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> She's,
1: done it again. Yeah. She's done it again since then because we so went cool. to see Professor Elemental in Brighton a couple of weeks ago and she got up on stage there again and did exactly the same thing oh, again.
2: I'm quite, I'm quite starstruck actually. That's <laughs> Megan, really
1: cool. Megan, you've got you fan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the tablet is so much more interesting, and that's, that's exactly the it's way
1: it should be. On, yeah, so. I mean, really,
2: I'm not going to compete with that. But the other thing that was lovely about that was um, Dalek Jane. Yes. yes. And I found her Jane on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. I found her on Facebook after, so- and I was just like, "What is Dalek Jane?" And, so and now we're friends A on Facebook. whisking.
4: Yeah.
2: Yes. yeah. It, was, oh, it was so wonderful. I loved her dress so much. So, and now we're friends on Facebook and Twitter. And that's the thing that I love about this community is that you meet people in real life then you find them online, you find people online you meet them in real life and it's all just this heady, wonderful social blend of of our people. And you know, you spend every day of like normal life with people who are not geeks and it's, you know, it's hard work quite frankly. (laughs) And to be able to go and, you know, fully immerse. It's
1: brilliant, we love it it. We went to the geek meet a couple of weeks ago, in Birmingham and that was fantastic. I
2: really wanted to go to that, but I couldn't go to that. It
1: was really good fun. It was just a nice chilled out afternoon of playing cards and tea and chatting, it was I heard great. people
4: mention the comic
1: heard. shop. And then we heard there was a comic shop over right <laughs> the corner, so <laughs> we, didn't, we may have off and came back like, oh God, what have I just done?
3: Back
1: everyone everyone had little <laughs> white
3: bags. New Sonic
1: screwdriver, new 50th <laughs> yeah. anniversary wallet. It was like, oh God, what
3: have I done? <laughs> but I had to, yeah. I just had to. Yes, I said, Look, you have a wallet, why well, haven't got another one? My wallet will wear out of <laughs>
2: Yes, yes, I just got my husband a really nice Batman wallet which has got like a plain outside and then a bright inside, Ah, it's very similar um, yeah, it's but more. it's got like little kind of um, embossed bats on the outside which are very subtle and then inside it's got a bright blue with yellow bat.
1: I love this because it, when you go great. out Jean Grey it actually matches up with my HSBC card. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, for the benefit of the, the, the <laughs> tape, you're not going to be able to see that. I'll try and get a picture of it on the bottom. The yeah. <laughs> <So
4: cool. laughs>
2: I love that kind of stuff. And also, I mean, this this is exactly why I love these these geek meets and, and the conventions and stuff is that is there anywhere else apart from fellow geeks where you could have that and we would all go oh that's so cool <laughs> you know I can imagine my family just kind of looking and, at it you and know and tumbleweed what's
4: the point
1: yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just don't understand so, uh, the first uh, sci-fi weekend we went to on my way in I got hooked by a wookie
1: Yes.
3: Which, indeed, which yeah. made, made my weekend. But I made my weekend um, as well. Do you find it stressful though, seeing the stormtroopers? I found that quite stressful. I was
2: quite scared of them. It was like deeply ingrained from childhood. I was scared It was when
1: they started quizzing Megan about whether she was a princess or not. <laughs> <laughs> First time I met
0: those guys, I was. I was in the queue and they were going around like, shooting people in the queue. And I was just like. This is okay. just not
2: British really, <laughs> shooting people just, as they queue. I got
0: so anxious. <laughs> like, don't look at me, don't look yeah, at me. But yeah, But then I sort of. I met the Wookiee, I got a hug off the Wookiee and I was just like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "This is going to be, cool. be okay, now. And then we filmed with them the weekend cool. before. So all yeah, it just is.
2: odd, there was a um, like local park where we, I live. There's a little park, and every year they have this little festival. And this year they had Star Wars cosplay people who came to raise money for Air Ambulance. So you'd make a donation, then your kids could have your pictures taken with them. And I'm not entirely sure whether my son realises they were people dressed up because he's at that age where he still believes so um, he's got this little bear which is dressed as a Jedi and uh, he took it along and it plays the Star Wars theme when you press the paw and it's all just really cute and there were three guys dressed as Jedis and they all beamed when they saw his bear and they were like that's a cool bear and he was like glowing and I thought, oh that's so sweet so I had his picture taken with them and then uh, there were Stormtroopers and a Darth Vader and uh, I, I thought, is he going to like? Is he going to want to go? at?" something. I said, do you want your picture taken? And I went, yes, Darth Vader. It's like, okay, <laughs> braver than I was at six. Yeah. So he goes and stands with him. And uh, afterwards he was talking about how heavy Darth Vader's hands were yeah. on his shoulders and things like that. And
3: it's, it's just so nice, you know. They have these experiences my little brother was born in 81 and when he was about two or three we took him to is it the m6 cash and carry where there happened to be vader there um, for the day to promote the new star wars toys because the new film had come out and the poor boy nearly died <laughs> <laughs> He you,
1: yeah, we you know. I, I, I met there. him. In, I met
3: him with the Green Cross Code Man. So did I. He came to my school.
1: Yeah, he came to my school too. Yeah, and yeah. did
2: you answer a question? He threw a badge at you. Yeah. 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 Oh, right. Well, we, you yeah. know, we've probably bonded now. Yeah. We have
1: yeah. both had <laughs> a badge yeah.
2: thrown at us by the Green Cross Code Man. That's, that's I feel the cool. <laughs>
1: same. Yeah, he does that I thing when he twitches his bicep. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't feel nearly as special now though. There's probably hundreds of kids all in the I had the badge thrown
4: at him Charles day. Yeah, no.
0: The first time I met Vader, he was in a queue in the canteen at SFX Weekend number Three. Got to front of the queue and he did the whole Eddie's Eyes sketch. He went, "This tray is wet. <laughs> this tray is wet." <laughs> I was at the table, I was watching Vader. Was oh, that's cool.
1: But no, no one threw a badge me. Oh, there you go. You so see, you've just not been in the, in the right circles. No.
2: It
1: had the green cross code, mate. Yeah, that's what he was, was not he? Yeah, he
2: was. Yeah. Nice. <coughs>
1: Yeah, to draw, draw a couple of the threads together, I have to ask you about the, the podcast, because I, 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 your, your your podcast, I love it, Thank it's <laughs> Thank Thank it cheers you. up my Fridays. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I've moved it to bi-weekly because I realised it was going to kill I me saw you, yeah, doing it every it, week. It, it,
1: it takes a lot of work. We, you know, we made the choice straight away. Yeah, straight away. Yeah, straight away. Well, yeah. originally I think we were going to do it monthly and then we were just like, right, no, we can manage fortnightly with this. And then we occasionally have kind of things in the off week, but... Uh, yeah, no, I, we, we absolutely love it. It's great. It sounds like it is a lot of hard work to prepare. It um,
2: is, yeah. I
1: noticed that there were, uh, I have to ask, was it a Professor Elemental reference in the last one about the airship?
2: Yes, a hopeful Professor Elemental reference. A
1: hopeful one? Yeah,
2: well, I'm a huge fan of Professor Elemental and he's a lovely chap and we correspond. He is,
1: yes, yeah. We've met him a few times and he, he let us use some of his music on one of our earlier podcasts. Um, we, as soon as we can arrange for it to happen, he's coming on the show. So That's
2: fantastic! that we have talked about doing things in the future, uh, which I really hope will happen. But we're both so absurdly busy. Oh, yeah. We see each other at events. We go, oh, let's do this! Blah, blah, and then we go away and, and have our things. But the um, the thing I I've came across him like many people with fighting trousers. Mm. And um, then I went to his site to buy the album, and um, I wrote a letter accompanying like the PayPal code. Um, in Victorian kind of steampunk speak um, and emailed back and said oh are you, I, I've looked you up online and you're a writer do you want to do a creative swap because I love those so I sent him my short story collection because this is before Split Worlds hmm. um, in return for the album so I bought the album for my friends and then we did an exchange and hmm. he's just such a genuinely he is lovely absolutely
1: lovely, that and is... so
2: funny yeah. so witty and so quick yeah. I did a workshop I did a workshop at Waltz on the Wire last year, a rap, well, a chap hop workshop with him. Hmm. Um, and he you know he said at various points how you know anyone can do it and it's really easy and I was thinking, yeah, but you're just bloody good at it. Yeah. Like, I,
4: <laughs> there I aren't love, that many people
2: who can be that good. I at love it. the
1: bit in his what? show where he basically gets everyone to hold up objects yeah. and then he does that as a rap, and that is that's absolutely yeah, he is
2: a very very talented is, yeah. lovely boat. keep I'm, me yeah, into asking if I can remix
1: fighting trousers. I want to do an industrial remix of fighting trousers. <laughs> that's so
2: cool. Speaking of which I have heard tell that there will be a new nine Nails album, and I'm very excited. There is <laughs> indeed, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Very uh, have very you, have you heard his How to Destroy Angels stuff? No, that I you haven't. you must listen to How um, to Destroy Angels. Oh, that's, uh, that's him and his wife, uh, and it's very kind of uh, fixed, broken era Nine Inch Nails oh, with female vocals. It's oh, stunning. The
3: video for
1: the songs uh, Yeah, spaces in between. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it's
3: kind of like film quality.
1: Check out How to Destroy Angels.
3: It's oh, amazing. amazing.
1: It's really good. I think
0: amazing. Amazing. I remixed the Drowning. For yeah. my MIDI assignment, yeah. my oh,
2: I, I listened to, was it down with Spiral and um, Pretty um, Hate Machine, like yeah. on loop for yeah. significant portions of my student life? Indeed, as yeah. many in our Wait, generation well, uh, do. Uh, yes.
4: <laughs> and,
1: the, and the walk down the aisle to a warm place.
2: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, Trouble Gum by Therapy. Therapy yeah. Oh my love God, that's such a great
1: album. It is.
4: Yeah, yeah. I
2: listen to that when I sew and um, Astro Creek 2000, White Zombie. White yeah. Damn, that is just. Do- oh, oh God, I love that driving music and sewing music. Though yeah. I do drive too fast if I listen to it, yeah. so I had to be Cre- careful. Creep
0: through
2: the wheel. Oh my uh-huh. God. Oh my God. And when I didn't realize where the samples came from, and when I saw the film, the, is it Omega Man? Some of the samples oh, come from. Does he true. have the marks? Do you see them? And he said there, and I was like. What I like totally geeking out about that they were samples on one of my favourite albums and I'd never known where they came from. Oh, I love, love those. But yeah, my husband was talking about how I always have to turn the music off when they come in with my son when I'm sewing because I listen to like really angry, violent music when I'm there on my sewing machine. Please, that does yeah. What do you I sew all the clothes I wear at conventions. So, um, at the moment, I'm sewing for a convention I'm going to in two weeks' time in the States, yeah, called okay. Convergence, which I'm very, very excited about. And, um, yeah, so I, I make outfits, because I used to make stuff when I was at university.
1: I make a lot of stuff and for LARP. And, yeah,
2: for LARP, and, and just because I, made, I can't all find... Because I robes and stuff. Yeah, you can't find what you want, and also, because of my shape, because I have a womanly shape, I have womanly curves, I can't find anything in shops. So, and it's all boring. So, anyway. most most tops you go, oh, and it, it fits there, and it fits there, and it fits there. What? What, I have those? Yeah, They've got to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah exactly, because I have a waist. I have a waist and hips that are defined. So, you know, obviously that is not fashionable. No. So I can't find anything. So I make my own stuff. And um, yeah, White Zombie and Therapy and Nine Inch Nails are perfect sewing Yeah, I used to, do a,
1: was it, used to do a cover of Scream Major and Die Laughing bands when I was about 15, 16. Nice. A, I remember a particularly harrowing one where we were doing an outdoor kind of festival gig. And in that my, menu, yeah, in the toilet-looking thing, white oven. Yeah, and uh, my distortion pedal was basically blowing the, the speakers, so they went, "Don't use it." So I had to play a version of, of uh, Scream Major with no distortion. It sounded like I was playing it on a banjo. <laughs> <laughs> so Imagine therapy on a banjo, and that's fairly close to what it sounded like that day. <laughs>
2: Oh dear, dear, dear. That's okay. So I, uh,
1: some of you probably end up doing ukulele covers of it, I imagine. Yes,
3: absolutely. Mount yeah, the
1: farmer on the cage.
3: <laughs> we, we need to get our sewing machine out and I need it's to there. have a good practice. I'll, I'll teach you how to use it. The problem mm. is that material shops are dying. Oh, yeah, they are. The oh, it's
2: so hard. But what we want is amazing. There's, um, there's a road in London called Goldhawk Road. Mm. And I never knew that it existed. And Kate, the, the amazing Kate who I keep talking about. Um, took me there and it's like all of the fabric shops you could possibly want and it's a it's a cheap stop Goldhawk Road Um, so if you ever need to go to London I thoroughly recommend and they have like it's I don't know ten fabric shops all next door to each other it's like um Soho but cheaper. It's
3: King's Fabrics It did, and I used to go
4: there all the time.
1: That's Tiger Lily now, because you've got Tiger Lily, well I don't know if Tiger Lily was around when you were in Oxford. It's an alternative
4: shop,
0: just
1: opposite County Hall. you know there's
0: three or four shops just
4: there.
2: Oh, vaguely remember There's a
0: place in St. Aldeis, there's a fabric shop in St. Aldeis. Sorry? There's a fabric shop in St.
1: Aldeis. Is there?
2: Is it a useful fabric
1: know. shop well, or the, just pure? The one emotion. in Wallingford's amazing that I got all for the Harry Potter robes from, That's ah, a fantastic okay. one in Wallingford. But
2: there's the so. thing, you have to really really hunt and it's no good buying it online because you can't see it and you can't feel <clears> it. <throat> so yeah, exactly. it's a real problem. Yeah. Um, there's uh, there's also a massive fabric warehouse, but I couldn't tell you where it is, which is utterly useless. But <laughs> I have heard tell of this mythical place. Legend speaks. Yes!
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it only appears warehouse. when there's a dark moon, or, you know, if you're wearing a purple hat. I don't know. But it does Ten exist, cause I've dishes. been there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Yes, you have to carry three silver bobbins in your pocket and one gold needle. But no, it's um.
0: It it finds you.
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, you've been there. (laughs) It's a wonderful place, isn't it? But oh my God, talking of anxiety and stuff like that, I get kind of massive decision paralysis in fabric shops. So I'll see like things that I want to get and then it'll be like, oh, 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 and it's great going with Kate because she understands this, so we'll just kind of like have a little huddle and like, you know, close, like, too much sensory information I need to
1: just I, I get very suspicious looks when I go in a fabric shop because I'm not the kind of person that looks like we <laughs> should be going you know, in a fabric shop and I'm kind of wandering around looking at stuff and kind of weighing up fabrics over one or the other and going, well, yeah, I'm mentally noting about three metres of that and I'll wander up to the counter yeah, and i will just a kind of looking age? at me suspiciously like, what are you doing? Here? I love that. <laughs> you
2: should do that more. Just on general principle, we have to do. We have to shake up these stereotypes. Oh, and then wait.
1: eventually, they, they, eventually they got around to asking. He was like, "What are you doing?" like, "I'm making Harry Potter robes with all that." And then were like,
4: "Oh, marvellous! <laughs> cool, <laughs> cool.
1: <laughs> Then it changed, but yeah, it was just this utter suspicion. Why is this man wandering around the shop? I think they he used to now. Dubious, yeah. That they used to be. Now. I was like, "You want more of that now in more black?" Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I've
2: <laughs> never had too much black fabric. I've got this beautiful black brocade from this fabled warehouse, um, which I'm going to have to make something quite spectacular out of. It's very, very nice. But sometimes I find fabric, and I think I've got to get it because it is the most beautiful fabric I've ever seen. But then I can't decide what I'm going to make with it so it'll sit in the, the chest for like five years. And the stuff I'm making at the moment was fabric that was very much like that. It, it was beautiful, had to get it, didn't know what to make with it and finally something has emerged that I can make. But.
3: Yeah. It kind of starts taking over your house, I mean I've got a wool box like that and I'm yeah. getting started on fabric. Well yeah, yeah. you've
1: got all your little uh, knitted people, Emma does knitted people.
3: I can't do knitted, I'm all,
2: I have such respect for knitters because I've never been able to do knitted it. Him. She gave
1: me a knitted me for my oh. birthday. Plus, in my CyberDog gear, so it's like my CyberDog t-shirt, and it has a trench coat, and it has a backpack with a little knitted laptop in oh, I it. it. I love it, I love
4: it, I love it. I love, <laughs> I, I love
1: it.
3: it. I've been making witches and ghosts and doing witches <clears throat> and ghosts, and I'm like, well, it's all kind of a formula with yeah. uh, different um, bits and, and yeah. altered to um, a certain way. So I was like, well, how difficult would it be to go off pattern? So I'll, I'll do my like little cyber dogs, and and, and a little and it has a little scrolling LED top, which oh, obviously doesn't scroll, it just looks a bit red. It's yeah. just uh, and, black, a black with a red. <laughs> and so. Yeah, and then I started going, well, I'll try a, um, a, a trench coat. I started going on that. And I'm like, well, show me a backpack, can't it. <laughs> And then Levin said, but I want a baby me as well. Oh, So I had to knit a. Got a few so
1: things great. I'm never without. I always have my, <laughs> to my backpack with laptops. Uh, <laughs> cool.
3: Are you going to Nine
2: Worlds? No. Because Nine Worlds has got a knitting track. Nine. Yeah? Yeah, because the, the whole geek knitting thing is massive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely but, massive. Carol is the knit best, best knitter in the universe,
3: and she, she yeah. does these amazing kind of flame hoodies. Oh, I, w- I
2: wish I could knit. The thing I love about knitting is that you're like making fabric and like. When I sew I can make things out of fabric but the fabric already exists and there's something that really appeals to me about making like that two-dimensional thing that other stuff could be made out of. It just, <laughs> it, I really like that conceptually.
3: Well, I, I like making little people and little toys because you can do it in a couple of hours and uh, then it's yeah. over and done with. I mean a jumper I think I might get bored kind of going across, 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 yeah. across, across if you only actually have to do about 40 stitches yeah to make a person then he doesn't bore you so much yeah try them in the mouse you can do one of those in an hour i
2: just i've tried so many times but i think what happened was that my mum Try
1: to, oh uh-oh, um, I won't tell you about Sorry. that, you will never know, we've covered twice as much stuff as I thought we were going to, and half of what I intended to, as is the way uh-oh. it normally happens, well are there any burning questions, or? <laughs> well it's not really burning questions, I, I was just interested in getting a well, while, books one and two split worlds are out now are they
2: yes Those they kids, are so yes did, yeah. book
1: two did, did that just come out or was that it
2: has it, yeah. i think uh, last week in the uk or maybe the week before i don't know it all blurs into one yeah um yeah. but yeah the... and you're
1: working on book three now
2: book three's done, oh, it's done. Um, yeah it's all done and it's coming out in october
1: Ooh.
2: so it's three in one year yeah
1: that's been really that's good work
2: <laughs> yeah yes yes it <laughs> is, mind is. <laughs> um mind you you yeah. did a story a day yeah, for a, year, a story per week for a year and a day. So there's 50, I think it comes to 55 in total because of the way the dates worked out, um, which are free online. Um, but yeah, the novels, because um, I was originally going to self-publish and it was always my plan to bring them out quickly. Because um, I hate waiting for books, <laughs> so I thought, well, if I hate waiting, why would I make other released a trilogy wait? all
1: at once? Yeah,
2: exactly. You? And um, no, the, wasn't, the wasn't the first that how
1: Steve Larson sent in all his Millennium yeah. stuff? He sent all of that in as a, a trilogy, but unfortunately he died before they got published.
2: Oh, yeah. And all
1: the. Girl the Dragon Tattoo, yeah. or that, that basically sent all those three in as a trilogy and then it didn't get picked up until after yeah.
2: he died. A shame. Yeah. <coughs> anyway, sorry. But no, no, that was, um, and then Angry we were like, yeah, cool. Because the first book was, uh, it had already gone through beta readers and everything, and the first draft of book two had already been written when I signed the contract. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it just left book three and short stories to write.
1: Awesome. So, so you you're reading the other one about the 20 years later? Yes. Yeah.
2: Ah, yes, my my YA, which I wrote like six years ago. I wish I could go and give that a damn good edit. I think every every writer has this, their, their very first book. Because I've written six books since that one. Because yeah. the 20 years later, books two and three are written and are sitting on my computer. I've written the, the three split worlds books. So, what's that, five books and a book's worth of short stories. And, yeah, you just want to go back. I just really want to go back and edit that, But... It's out there now. It's done. Yeah. Very different to Split Worlds. Obviously, it's a different world and everything. But I really, cool. really, really hope that books two and three can come out. Um, because uh, my hatred of love triangles I um, play with. In, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I slay, slay the love triangle in, in book two, I think it is. Um, so I'd, I'd really like to unleash that on the world. Um, yeah, I, I, hope, I hope that will get sorted at some point. Um, and lots of people have asked, you know, when, when is book two and three coming out? And it's like, I'm sorry, these, these are the, the bakeries of the publishing world. I, there are some complications, um, so we have to focus on the split worlds now.
1: Do you have any events coming up at any point that you're
2: doing? Yeah, um, all the events. So there's Convergence in the States, um, and that's in Minneapolis and I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, and then straight after that, I think I get home, I have two days to recover from the jet lag and then I'm going up to Derby for Edge Lit, um, which is a fine event. And then it's Nine Worlds, uh, which I'm really excited about.
0: That was the Kickstarter? The
2: Kickstarter, yeah. I backed the Kickstarter, so I was really thrilled when it funded. Um, and I'm hoping, all being well, if the wins are fair and all that business, that I'm gonna run some Split Worlds gaming
4: I know, at the also... event
2: so some ARG stuff um, for various levels of immersion
4: mm-hmm.
2: um, so yes that's what I'm hoping for whether it will happen whether I can pull it off I have no idea but it's my tent it's always been my intention with the split worlds to have uh, an immersive element as well I've always wanted to run games and there are things seeded in the stories which are um things which lead into plots in the books but also lead into game plots that i've got planned um, and some of the later stories i think the penultimate story in the year in a day um, has something that people can actually go and find online and they can go and get deeper in if they want to
0: would these games be something that you'd have to have read the books
2: no i'm going to design them so that people who've never read the books can just play and have fun and um, that if people have read the books, they'll be geeking out on the,
4: like the detail. I like the details,
2: you know what I mean? And if somebody has read the books and then goes and finds the stories, it's my hope that they will be like, oh my God, so that's what that look was, or that's what that reference was. And I'm hoping if they read the stories first, they can have that same experience when they get to the book of, I know what they did. I know why Will did that at that point in the book because I've read the short story about his experience that leads to that decision. So it's all interconnected in this mad, yeah.
0: I'll, I'll, play okay. I'll play any game yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: it's a game, it's it's a game. game. Yeah, we're, we're all an RPG plot. whores at the oh, yeah.
1: end of the day aren't we yeah. 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 So we, we were planning on having a, an RPG special
2: we were going to do an RPG special at some point oh, so. we didn't talk about gaming we
1: didn't we have to do it all again game. <laughs> do you want, do you
2: want to come back on I would love to <laughs> I am so happy to come and geek out and talk about games um, that's what this podcast
0: is all about do. Jonathan Green wants to come back and do a TV special yeah talk about TV he fantasy TV books. Yes. So he put perfect on an RPG special as well. Which is just a massive RPG special. Well, Massive okay, we're, we're, we're <laughs> multiplayer
2: well, we're, RPG. We've been
1: trying to, we're <laughs> trying to get in touch with the guys who run the Sci Fi Weekend and so say, look, we'd really like to do a live podcast there, but they just don't ever respond. So. I guess
2: they're maybe not thinking that not, far probably
1: ahead probably not like, yeah but you know we're, we're, we'll, we'll keep at them yeah, and, and yeah going, absolutely you know, I'm we, more cool
2: to podcasts, podcasts.
1: Yeah. And if they let's do a
0: live stream podcast that would be outstanding it's
2: really cool as well and I've heard various like live SF squeak and things like that and yeah. the atmosphere that you pick up in the, the podcast yeah, is great brilliant. Yeah, it is yeah. great I love live podcasts
1: because what, whatever happens we're going to do some recordings there next yeah. year and see who we can get because we went and you know, all the kind of signing lines rather than asking people to sign stuff i got them to do intros for Podcast. So <laughs> got Prime, Blessed, and uh, Chase Masterson. Uh, 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 well, they all did it. All apart from one. The only person who didn't was the guy who played Curtis in Misfits. He went, "Oh, I don't think I'm allowed to do that." I was like, oh, fine, uh, whatever." But everybody else was like, "Of course we'll do it." So we got em- everybody to record an intro for the podcast. So cool.
2: uh, That was great. But no, I'd love to. Uh, you know, I'm a gamer. Like, you know, it was Xbox, but soon to be PS4 for obvious reasons. Obviously
1: PS4. Yeah. Not um, Xbox One, obviously. Yeah,
2: obviously.
3: Why <laughs> <laughs>
0: because they got, they got their marketing entirely wrong. That's yeah, I mean. they,
3: they
0: totally... Previous yeah. Xboxes. Well, yeah, but we've got HTC yeah, ones as well. Yeah, yeah, but the idea, I think, is that it's Xbox One's is first, it's the best, it's the top.
1: It's everything. But it's not. But it's, it's not. It's basically...
0: It sounds
3: different.
2: like A1 Windows. <laughs> I <laughs> once called it the X bone which makes X-Bone. me very happy. Yeah. Oh.
1: That's <laughs> very, 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 my, very my, only,
2: <laughs>
1: my only response that sums it up is Steambox.
2: Sorry. Yeah, I know. it's yeah, gotta be yeah, PS four. I mean we used to have a PS two.
1: We've still got a PS two,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah we've <laughs> We've never haven't.
1: upgraded to have a PS two still. It's awesome. I
2: yeah, love it.
1: I had the original Xbox, and then I got
0: the PS one. And then PS2 and PS3. I never got the 360. I, I, I love my Minecraft's Ico and so Shadows
2: of <gasps> Courses. Ico, oh my god.
1: Oh the best my games god. Ever. <laughs> oh my
2: god, they are just so good. Ico is so beautiful. Nine hours of perfection. Yeah. It's so, so good.
1: But they've redone
0: that in HD. Yeah, they have, yeah. On the that's
1: going
0: to
2: be available okay. to download. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Indeed>. Oh. <laughs> I used to love um, Wipeout 2097 uh,
1: as well. On, on PlayStation oh 1. God, yeah. That got me through university. Oh <laughs> I know. <laughs> I played that, that to like how four many, and one I know. How that many hours? And Soul Blade. Uh,
2: oh! Oh, the legend will never die! we still say that itself? <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh,
1: Soul Reaver, Legacy
0: of Game. Yeah, yeah, Soul Reaver, Legacy of Game. Tony Hooks, the yeah. first one that got me to college. Oh, right. Tony
1: Hawk's. Yeah. O- the o- first o- skating o- one.
2: The soundtrack of Wipeout Two Thousand and Ninety Seven was so Aubrey. amazing. Yeah, Future Sound of London, yeah. it was amazing, Brilliant. amazing. Yeah. Such a great game.
1: <laughs> on, on Hackers, it's Wipeout that they're playing on the big screen yeah. in uh. Hackers. That's the game we play on there. So I love Hackers. That's one of my five. I
2: know. I think I might have seen that when drunk. I don't remember it very uh, well. You have to
1: so watch it. that, what, watch that film made me the man I am today. I went, they're so cool. They have computers. They have rollerblades. It's everything. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did you play Netrunner? The card yeah, yeah. I've still got some Netrunner cards here. Yeah. Yeah, because they've re-released it now. So there's a whole new... Version of Netrunner. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It Came out it last year, something like that. Oh, because I haven't played that for years and uh,
2: years and years. Because I used to use
1: Netrunner in my tabletop Cyberpunk to do Netruns. Cool. So put them all together. So rather than having to do what was better, uh, because the, the Netrunning rules in Cyberpunk 2020 are a nightmare. So it's just easier to do it as a card game. Fair enough. Well, anyway, we're more okay, nerdy stuff.
4: Got, we're we're going to have
1: to call it there because oh, yeah. we've got to go and eat food and then go and see Mr. Yes. Damon. Yes, yes, we do. But if you want to come back on and do an RPG special, yeah. we would, I, love you, you would
2: that. be
0: more than welcome back on the show.
2: Yeah, I would love that. Live RPG Apologies, stuff or table box so, or
0: about everything. You interviewed Chuck Wendig, of course, you read The Hunter Man.
2: I know, and I did not know until after I met him, and it, it just did not connect in my head that he was one of the right I was so excited about yeah. that. He is so cool. He, I love Chucky's he's so he knows that as well. I had a wisdom teeth surgery and I was really high on all of these painkillers and I went on Twitter and told him how much I loved him and it's like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Don't don't tweet when you're high on drugs. Kids. Yeah, don't nice. do it kids.
0: <laughs> we should, we like, should have a regular drugs. feature on every Podcast <laughs> advice from everyone. <Emma. laughs> We've got ask James Cameron. That's the uh, oh, yeah, ask end James into, into, into yeah. your time travel. Ask James Cameron.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that, kids. I did explain to him that I was drug addled at the time, and he took it very graciously because you know he does. But no, I adore him. He's wonderful. Everyone should go bowling yes. with Chuck Wendig because it's it's just a whole new level of the game. It's wonderful. Cool.
1: Okay, but I think we'll have to leave it there much as we'd love to carry on talking this has been marvellous it's, so fun. it's been
2: great fun but this is what it's uh, like at every convention and this is why yeah. people need to go to conventions it is, yes, it really is why <laughs> people need to go
1: to more conventions because they're great so we're off to the London Film and Comic Con in a couple of weeks time and cool. that's going to be great fun so. To oh,
0: I'm, kind of, I'm hopefully trying to get that out of work so I can get out of that as well. Tickets <laughs>
1: arrived right for that today, then. In my pocket right now.
3: <laughs> Glowing slightly. <Yeah. laughs> it's the release of Alison Mars.
1: It is indeed. Robert Rankin's releasing his new book there. Oh. Anyways, yes. Right. So, yeah. Sign off, sir. Well, how do I usually sign this thing off? Well, you, you'll to say thank you very much for listening. You can find us all on Facebook and on Twitter and we'll put loads of wonderful notes in the wonderful show notes and let everybody know what's going on. And, yeah, so I've been Spindles. Like right, Brendan. I've been Emma.
2: I've been Emma
4: too. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, take care and be excellent to each other.